Hello friends and folks and welcome back to Scanline Media. It is Gimmick Awards season. That is our yearly Game of the Year series of award categories. Uh, we do one award category per podcast. We do 15 categories, thus 15 podcasts. And we generally look for one winner in a category of, of relevant nominees and at least two nominees, though sometimes we do more. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Chenna Frunkel. I'm Kyrie Page. And this time we're here for Move List of the Year. This is a strange category. This is a category that has gone through several names. We think this one is decently representative, but um, once upon a time this was Best Fighting Game Character. And then we realized that there are sort of characters and, and, and rosters and, and move sets from other games that hit the same kind of itch we wanted to appreciate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, specifically, I believe the impetus for this was, well, Young Impa from um, Cla- um, uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, the winner from uh, last year's um, Gimmick Award. Like, mm-hmm. she was fantastic. She felt great to play as. And yeah, she wasn't in, like, a multiplayer fighter game, fighting game, but she still got that, like, it was still just really fun to play as her. And so mm-hmm. we went through a couple of iterations. We threw some names out, and we but we landed on move list of the year, kind of evocative of like, you know, just characters that are just fun to play, you know, mm-hmm. or at the totally. very least interesting. Uh, and uh, Jen, I apologize, but this is traditionally your job. Could you read our list of nominees? Sure yeah. thing. Just. Uh... Just to put this out here, I'm going to list the name in the game first and then the characters just because there's multiples for many of these. Sure. From Guilty Gear Strive, we have Giovanna, Nagori Yuki, Gold Lewis, Happy Chaos. From Dota 2, we have Marcy. From Monster Hunter Rise, we have Longsword and Sword and Shield. From Melty Blood Type Lumina, we have Saber and Noel. From Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, we have Korra and Spongebob. From Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, we have Pyrrha slash Mithra, Sora, and Kazuya Mishima. From Them's Fightin' Herds, we have Shanty. From Street Fighter V, we have Akira. From Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, we have Black Ninja Ranger, Ryu Ranger, Rita Repulsa. From Gundam Battle Operations 2, we have Red Rider and Kess's Jagdoga. Quest. Quest's okay. Jagdoga. Qu- Qu- Jagdoga. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. From Gunfire Reborn, we have Tau. From Dragon Ball Fighters, we have Super Baby 2. From Gundam Battle Operation 2, Operation Code Fairy, we have Titania. Wait, who added, who added Operation again? No from. idea. That might have been me. I apologize. <laughs> I might have done. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think originally I just wrote "Code Fairy" and you fleshed it out with uh, additional words. Yeah. Anyway, finishing out uh, from Samurai Showdown, we have Cham Cham, and from Tekken Seven, we have Lydia Sobiska. I, I love the energy you brought to that, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I, Let's cut some fuckers. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I want to cut. Basically everybody from Guilty Gear Strive. Oh, <laughs> uh, even Happy Chaos. Okay, let's talk real quick about the four from Guilty Gear Strive. Um, 
Giovanna feels like a King of Fighters character, but she feels nerfed, so she feels like a fucking Street Fighter character. She feels like half a King of Fighters character. <laughs> yeah, basically. She looks like one, too. Like, I love the fucking ghost dog, and she's cool or whatever, but yeah, cut her. Gone. Mm-hmm. Nagori Yuki. Uh, coolest. Half a Blaze Blue character. Half a Blaze Blue character. <laughs> coolest motherfucker on the cast by like by a country mile he if we mm-hmm. were just doing off of aesthetic alone nigori yuki would fucking win this category but nah unfortunately you're right he's half a blaze blue character it's kind of interesting that he goes into like a blood rage mode at, at a certain point but that's it uh fucking nigori yuki is a i don't know cut all right Next, um, let's actually skip this one and go to Happy Chaos. I don't like Happy Chaos. We're going to cut Happy Chaos. <laughs> oh, but he's so let, let, wacky. Let, let... Okay, Jen, do you have anything to say about how Happy Chaos plays, or are you just like, oh, he's got funny glasses? He's got funny glasses and he's the choker. I'm like cutting him. him. Cutting him. Gone. <laughs> Happy Chaos. Gone. Golden Lewis... You could add him to best new character if you want. Yeah. We could, we could have that conversation. Uh, Gold Lewis... Lewis is actually kind of interesting in some ways because, like, his mechanics do land into, like, an absurd Guilty Gear style. Like, I I really love that depending on your point of origin on the stick, no matter which half circle you do, you get a new move with, like, um, was it something Typhoon? Behemoth Typhoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's just, like... Yeah, like it, it like Gold Lewis is just a, like a cool looking character. He has like he's a he's a big American man who like fucking swings around an alien in a coffin. It's cool. Um I I think they did a surprisingly good job with Gold Lewis. I think my biggest problem is the fact that like the Behemoth Typhoon variants don't feel very different. No, they just feel like one is an anti-air and one is a fucking getaway move. It's a it's it's a whole thing. So it's what direction are you swinging the coffin? And that's really it. <laughs> yeah, conceptually it's cool. I mostly like it because of a video Ultima put out in which they took the clip from Mario Party Party in which they were swinging the like they were spinning the control stick, and Jeff Gersman is screaming about his hand and hand being on fire <laughs> while uh, superimposed against uh, Gold Lewis footage. My hand's hot and hell is dark. Hand's hot, hell's dark, gold is cut. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I can probably do some easy cuts here. Um, listen, Quest is Yagdoga. I like Quest is Yagdoga. Yes, Quest is Yagdoga's got funnels. It's got a, a beam Gatling gun. It's pretty sick. However, it is also representative of one of the biggest problems with Gundam Battle Operation 2, which is the way over time the game has leaned into more expensive machines. And I feel like that ruins what is good about the game. I feel like when you do 450 cost and below, you understand what's good about this game, which is that it's this like sort of like stiffly paced, like normal pilots fighting, not this like awkward representation of what new types can do because then it turns bad. So Quest of Doga, pretty cool. Not cool enough. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And I got I got also like two quick cuts that we can make right now. Cora uh, and SpongeBob uh, for Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. SpongeBob is kind of interesting because it's like, oh, they made SpongeBob kind of work in like a Smash clone context. Like he, you know, he blows a bubble. He like uses karate chops or whatever. But he, he's just basically he is, for all intents and purposes, the Mario of this like Smash Bros. clone. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not that interesting. It's not that fun. 
Korra is kind of cool, um, because granted, it's because she's Korra from like you know Avatar, basically, and mm-hmm. Korra is just like a cool like an like I really like her design, and they do an interesting thing where basically every normal and special she has, she has two versions of by like just holding down the button and charging it for a certain number of frames. And I'm like, that's okay. cool. I would love to see that incorporated into Smash proper because I feel like even, like, some of the Smash characters on this list are really fun and really engaging, but Super Smash Brothers has been stuck in the ways of Melee, like, well, since Melee. And it's like, it hasn't really experimented that much with, like, they experimented with meters in Ultimate, but nothing really with, like, interesting button combinations or holding down the button that often. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Korra represents to me one of the interesting potentials of, like, somebody, like, making a Smash game, but not in the, like, wheelhouse of Super Smash Brothers. It's cool, but ultimately, they're cut. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Tao from Gunfire Reborn. Tao is the most interesting of the characters that I played in Gunfire Reborn, which is a uh, first person shooter roguelike. Uh, the fun thing about Tao is that they uh, they have a mechanic where like they have a couple of abilities. They have like a, a ability that like marks people and does damage and also they take extra damage and she has like a dash I think um but the fun thing about her is that she has an ability where she throws like basically like imagine um Virgil's like ghost swords right mm-hmm. where he just shoots those um basically she can do that but the number that she throws is based on how many bullets she has fired they don't even have to hit And so it does a couple of interesting things where, one, you're encouraged to take high firing rate weapons in order to build up stacks of of swords. And also, you end up uh, keeping your, I mean, you always have your infinite ammo starter weapon. You never replace it. But you end up getting a lot of use out of it because in between rooms, you are just shooting into the air to fill up your sword meter. And then you get in the room and throw fucking swords everywhere. It's pretty sick, but it's not on the tier of these guys. Right. Alright, we're 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 getting through this. It's fine. We are. We are. Um, um I have a Sora. Okay. I'm glad Sora's in the game. Me too. He's not very fun. He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. I, I feel like he's fun in a different way. Like it's fun to play as him and lock on to someone and it makes the lock on noise and you're like, fuck yeah, it makes the lock on noise from Kingdom Hearts and It's great fan service. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh I remember um in twenty twenty one when they were doing the final Smash character announcement, Six, you and I were on a call and we both had this moment of like, no, they didn't. They did. Holy shit. We kind of lost it, yeah. Yeah, but it's like once the novelty wore off, uh, Sora's just kind of like an average like Smash character. But it's like he's got cool alternate costumes. It's lots of fan service. It's it's just great to have Sora in. Like I feel like Sora is the ultimate final fighter for Smash Brothers Ultimate in a way of like this is like probably Masahiro Sakurai's last time directing Smash Brothers. He said so himself. Who knows where the Smash Brothers is going to go, but in terms of the idea of this being the ultimate Super Smash Brothers game, getting Sora in there, the most requested character, like, of, like, literally, they did polls on this shit, and Sora was the number one character requested by both, I believe, the Western and Japanese audience. It's cool he's in there. 
but yeah, that's it. Um, on the same note, we can cut Saber. Um, Saber's my main in Melty Blood type Lumina because Saber has a sword and is Saber. Um, not because her kid is actually that fun to play as. Right. It's fine. But she just sort of swing. Her moves are just basically a swing sword. They were really unimaginative with her, to be honest. Yeah, that's why like French Red really should be on the like docket to do a full fate fighting game because you could do some fucked up nonsense if you allowed like if you made a system that better represents the absurdity of the fate universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a case where she's like number one she's easily the most like well-known character on the roster so they have to make her approachable and also she's the only character in the game who uses a sword and so it's like okay we just kind of have to make her a generic sword character for the sake of the roster yeah which is too bad yeah uh you could also cut noelle i just wanted to have some melty blood representation on this list noelle's fine uh her limited projectiles are interesting it creates like an interesting like kind of arc to like a given round of like trying to exhaust like noelle's like black keys right and it's like Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool it's kind of interesting and she's like a character that fits within the Tsukihime universe but at the end of the day she's like she's all right but let me tell you something. Earlier today, I was playing the two new characters for Melty Blood Type Lumina. Uh, just a little preview of next year's. Um, they're pretty fucking great. They're good. <laughs> yeah, All right. I, they I, I are. Wanna, I want to get my hands on them. Like they're they're pretty good. One is more interesting than necessarily good, I think. But the other is fucking incredible and might be my new main. Um, I mm. might drop Miyako for like um you you you're not gonna drop your tiny martial arts girl that you play in every single fighting game you're right but i can dream <laughs> but yeah uh saber and noel out um another quick shout out that i want to talk about akira street fighter 5 i'm glad Shane, you're in street fighter 5 Shane, you're in street fighter 5 i like that she could jump like three times the height of the fucking stage because she's a fucking rival schools character capcom fucking remake project justice you don't even have to up-res it that much. You don't even have to remake it. Just put it out on, like, just put it out on Steam or whatever. Don't even have to put netcode in. If people do that No, no, you. okay. I will not budge on having good netcode. Yeah, I please have good netcode and just run it at 1080p. You don't do anything else to it. People will love it. It's a yeah, great game. It's a fucking incredible game. Project Justice is one of the greatest fighting games ever fucking made. It's so... Ugh, I... In a really, it would have been really funny as like a nice nod to um, like rival schools. Again, this would be totally unbalanced and really stupid. But it's Akira in your Street Fighter Five. She should have started the match with like full meter because in fucking rival schools you start with full meter. It's great. I love it. Remember when Street Fighter and like Capcom fighters were fun? I uh, barely. Um. Uh, we can cut Marcy. Um, I added her actually just now to best new character because I want to talk about her. I realize most of the nice things I have to say are in that context. I think she's going to be a contender in that category. Um, and in a way, but, same with Nagori Yuki, I think. Yeah, we should probably add him to that. Yeah, um, but we'll get there. But um, Marcy is a uh, sort of aggressive support character, and she has some cool abilities where she like, 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 like suplexes people or like vaults off of her friends to initiate it's decently cool but it's i don't know i'm not in love with it right it's so like 
Dota has so many fucking like characters. So, like I imagine, like I, it, it, it's like trying to come up with a new character in that system. I imagine must take like a ton of fucking work. Well, and she feels very different. They did succeed in that, but that's also part of the problem. Is it makes it hard to understand how she fits into the game. Yeah. Um, because she's so different. Um, I just wanted to shout out real quick the longsword from Monster Hunter Rise. I do think they've successfully further iterated on the moveset of the longsword, which is, in my opinion, the coolest weapon in Monster Hunter. Yeah, and for the same reason, I think we could cut Sword of Shield. Sword of Shield was the weapon that I latched onto, like, when playing Monster Hunter Rise this year. It is really cool. It has some, like, really interesting things. I don't have the broader context of previous Sword and Shield movesets, but I do know that the adding of the Wirebug moves in Arise was really fun. Uh, one of the things that Sword and Shield users get is this um, big uppercut that um, if you time it correctly on, like, if the monster is attacking you, and during that attack, if it connects with you while you're in the startup frames of the uppercut, you do bonus damage and take no damage at all. No, oh, you've got a sure you can. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool, and it feels so satisfying to use. And uh, when you put on the Akuma skin, he does a fucking Metsushoyeki. <laughs> it's great. So, so listen, Power Rangers nerd, I'm happy for you, but like, <sighs> who's who's serious on here? I see two serious... Okay. I just wanted to shout out Black Ninja Ranger. It is great to have um, Johnny Ongbosch back voicing his character. And it was really funny that in the... Like, he's basically set up like... Um, he's he's from the tradition of, like, Yang and Yoon from Third Strike. You know, he's a swift character. One of his, his super is basically he gets, like, after images. Um, it's cool. It's really funny that in his, like, release trailer... Um, like he has, it shows him beating up the red quantum ranger who is voiced by Virgil, <laughs> like, um, but he's not really a serious contender. Um, and unfortunately I didn't get a ton of time with Rita Repulsa. I just am mm. glad Rita Repulsa is back in the context of this game because she's a classic. She... It seems like an essential thing to have on, on a Power Rangers roster to me. Yes. As like, an outsider, it's like, you got to have Rita Repulsa. Come on. Exactly. Like, it took them four seasons to get there, but, like, on this fourth season, the, like, final like, character they announced. And this is even the final character. Like, on, like, the Power Rangers, like, Battle for the Grid Twitter account, there was like, hey, we're going to do polls. We might add more characters. These people are nuts. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's another category in which I'll talk about, like, how impressed I am with Battle for the Grid as, like, an ongoing game. Um, mm -hmm. But Rita is just fun. She calls you garbage mid-combo, and the voice actress they got, I don't know if they got the same voice actress who voiced Rita in the original show, but it's a, such a convincing simulacra that she's just fun. Again, she, just, she calls you garbage mid-combo multiple times. It's great. Um, but I think the contender of here really is oddly enough ryu ranger it, is this just ryu though it is but it isn't at the same time okay like okay they introduce uh, look, let's talk about let me talk about ryu ranger real quick so right. in a crossover with capcom with street fighter 5 specifically um on the mobile game of power rangers like it was a battle for the grid but it was their mobile game right they had the Ryu and Chun-Li Rangers, like, as part of, like, a promotion thing. Mm 
and then he decided to turn him into a full character into Battle for the Grid. And the way he interacts with Battle for the Grid is really interesting. He plays a lot. Like, you have to play him like Ryu, but they give him moves and things... Like, he feels like Marvel 2 Ryu. Mm. Um, that's the thing that makes him fun. His moves connect to each other in really fun patterns. Like, he has, like, some sick touch of deaths in that game. Like, he can do, you know, not only air Hado and, like, like grounded Hadouken and stuff, but he has this one fucked up Hadouken called, like, the Hawk Hadouken that the fireball moves across the screen and then back. Like, <laughs> it, like and it hits, like, three times. It is so absurd. It is, like, he... He's like, like I, I never really achieved a level of play with him that I would want to, but like seeing the high level play with Ryu Ranger, it's like they, it shows that like the Battle for the Grid developers like obviously took so much inspiration from Marvel 2 and really captured like, you know, it's fucking Ryu, right? Everybody knows how Ryu plays, but they add just enough twists in there to be like, oh, this Ryu is different. He's, like, mm. a little weird. His like He's a little twisted. He's a little fucking twisted. And it's, like, it's just a lot of fun. Like, look up some of his combos. They are ridiculous, you know. And they also include things that weren't in Marvel 2. Like, he has his fucking donkey kick, I believe. Like, hmm. he just has, like, all... To me, Ryu Ranger is basically the wish list that Ryu, like, mains have wanted for years. And then they give him a fucked up fireball that goes back and forth. It's like, I didn't even know I wanted that. That's, That's pretty great. cool. So, Jen, you've been very patient. I know this every year, Kiri and I kind of run the board on this category. This is mm-hmm. kind of a category for us. Yeah, um, yeah. We have done our best here to, to eliminate some of the less serious contenders here. Do you have any feelings about any of these friends? Um, hmm. I think she had most feelings for, like, Happy Chaos. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, I will say I did have a lot of fun. Like, I, I feel like this was sort of the year that uh, you gained a little more respect for Tekken 7-6. And, uh, sure. Part of that was just when Lydia Sabiska came out and we had some time, some time playing with her. I feel like that's a very fun character. <laughs> like <laughs> this character happens to be a like a politician, and just specifically the Polish prime minister. Yeah, the Polish prime minister, and she plays great. Like if you sat me down and I had to describe exactly how she plays, I would have trouble doing so just because my brain isn't wired that way to like think well to describe these characters movesets that much but uh Mm -hmm. yeah it it, i'm not entirely sure it is the moveset but just like her presence there kind of got us into tekken 7 for a little while and that felt great lydia is like a fucking great character i love like i know we're not necessarily accounting like story or aesthetic like for this character like uh, this Mm -hmm. move list but i just love the fact that like like fucking like Heihachi basically sent her a threatening letter and then she was like oh no 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 I'm gonna come to Japan and kick your ass (laughs) like 
but she's great. Um, yeah, I didn't get a lot uh, of chances to play her, but she seems like really cool. Um, she fits right in with the like Tekken cast in a way. Like if you if you if you told me she was from Tekken three, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't click with her playing her, but I think um, I I definitely think she's very cool and like you know. Despite Kyrie and I's <laughs> taking the most of the air, this is uh, for for the three of us. And I think if Jen feels strongly about Lydia, I think we should be keeping that one on. Yeah. Um, I could see Pura Mithra go. I really liked Pura Mithra, but the problem is she's just like... Pura Mithra is like, interesting to me because, you know, for Smash Ultimate, like... Like, I mean, they brought back Pokemon Trainer to be, like, how Pokemon Trainer was in Brawl, because in Smash 4, they basically just brought in Charizard. Uh, like, I believe the explanation for that was, like, the 3DS version of Smash would not be able to keep parity with the Wii U version because of, like, memory issues, so they weren't mm -hmm. able to do the character switching stuff, which is why, like, Zelda and Sheik are distinct characters now, but... Now we have Pyra and Mithra back. But, like, I feel like they're cool and they're interesting. But, like, I feel like the differences between them aren't that dramatic. Like, the difference between Zelda and Sheik are night and day, right? Like, if you play, yeah. like, Melee or some Melee or Brawl or whatever, and when they are, like, the same character, or, like, two sides of the same character it's great like it's so cool right but for pyra and mithra like i appreciate the level of balance that like sakurai brought with these characters being like okay this one's like does a little bit more damage the other side has a little bit more launch property which is like yeah, sort of the speed power sure but modes. i gun to my head i couldn't tell you which one did which oh i could i could tell you and i but but the problem is i can tell you that everyone I saw who actually spent time with them was just like, oh, I just spend my, all my time in one mode or the other. Right. It's not like you switch situationally. That's not really how people play her. Right. And or I mean, them, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, I mean, it was kind of the same with um, Zelda Sheik back in like Melee and Brawl or whatever. But like at the same time, they are such dramatically different characters. You could totally see a situation in which like a competitive player decides to go with Zelda for like zoning and then switch to Sheik on the fly for like, you know, rapid attack. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just that like the implications of the switch between Pyra and Mithra are not pronounced enough to like really sell like how interesting that like switch can be. So as much yeah. as I like them, I think they're interesting. I don't think Pyra and Mithra stack up. And on the other hand, I think Kazuya is going to get into the top. I think so, Kazuya too. is such an interesting take on on a, a, a fighting game character put into Smash. And I think for now, that's all we should say, because we're probably going to say a lot more when we get into talking about who wins, possibly. Yeah, I think Kazuya is a... I think Kazuya is up there, because holy shit... <laughs> <laughs> yeah they really did the damn thing yeah um you had more experience with shanty and them's fighting herds so what do you think of shanty she's all right i don't know i would i would i would cut her i think she's a good addition to them's fighting herds but i don't think she f stands out that much to be honest 
Um, she sort of feels to me like a like a harder hitting, less aerial centric um, Tianhuo. Uh-huh. Um, still like this sort of like grounded, like mix up central kind of kind of machine. But um, I, don't, I think I think she's well designed. I just don't think she's super remarkable. I, I just genuinely think like, yeah, I know that, you know, the 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 My Little Pony influence from them's fighting herds is like it's a few steps removed at this point. But I mean, it's still like it's still the My Little Pony fighting game. Come on, let's be real. And they sure. made Shanty and it's like Shanty definitely feels like the second iteration of a character who would show up on the original show. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like they not only aesthetically matched Shanty to, you know, the aesthetic that they're going for in the game. But if you took like a revision or so or two of Shanty and then plopped it into like my little pony, like it would be like, Oh, I could totally see this character like being a thing, this pirate pony or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, Shanty is a success in that like sense, but I don't know. She's cool though. Uh, she's a goat. She, she, she yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we can cut Cham Cham from Samurai Showdown. Of mm-hmm. the Samurai Showdown characters added this year, which there were three, um, I think she's the most interesting one. She uses like she's like a uh, like a sort of prehistoric style, like you know, like like Ayla from Chrono Trigger, um, cat girl with a boomerang who does demon flips. For that game, she's very interesting. But I don't think she stacks up. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that description alone is like, huh, maybe I should try Samurai Showdown sometime. Samurai Showdown's cool. Yeah. No, it's a neat game. Um, shame about that netcode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, no, they all can't be winners. Um, let's see. Super Baby 2 is cool, but you definitely start feeling the strain that, like, mm-hmm. the developers of DBFZ are feeling. I mean... <sighs> well, the thing is, I mean, like... Master Roshi wasn't this year, right? Was he? Let me double-check real quick. I thought it was 2021 for him. I think I thought it was... No, he was last year. He was he was 2020. 2020? Okay, oh, okay. cool. Um, yeah, so Master Roshi, like... You've included Master Roshi into, like you're considering putting him into the fold of your team. Yeah, he's he's my he's my second now. Um like and he's part of the same season as Super Baby. He's part of this whole and like he is just such a fascinating take on the mecha- on like a, a new way of approaching the mechanics of DVFZ whereas Super Baby like there are some cool ideas in there. Um he has like the like the parasite assists and stuff, but it just doesn't feel very well integrated into the game. And that could also just be a fact that, like, DBFC is a few years old at this point, and they mm-hmm. are introducing a lot of, like, interesting characters for sure, but, you know, you're multiple years into a game. Like, I, I, I feel for the developers being like, oh, we need to make, like, a interesting new character in this system that we're really familiar with. Like, I think it has its advantages. Like, you know, I think about, like, KI 2013, where they really took advantage of their own systems to make some really interesting and unique characters. But at the same time, decisions made in the early development of like, of like fighter Z, you know, will eventually come to a point where 
it will hamper the development of like interesting ideas like it's that's just like the way development works and also with back to ki 2013 as well they had to rebuild the fireball like engine like the projectile engine to do the things they wanted to do and they could do that because at the time it was just on the xbox right dragon ball fighters is on many skews so making fundamental like foundational engine changes to incorporate new and interesting character styles is something they just can't do right now like granted i i i genuinely do hope there is a fighter z2 at some point because you know they'll be able to take the years of experience they have with this game and really push it to like the next level right but for now super baby 2 is just like like he's interesting also they managed to make me interested in like super baby 2 like i don't i've never watched gt and i'm like oh this guy's kind of cool even though his name is fucking super baby 2 well his name is baby yeah to be fair (laughs) to be fair yeah that's not much better um yeah, uh, I mean, listen, if I met someone whose name was Super Baby 2, I would be like, that's interesting. If I met someone whose name was Baby, I would not talk to them. <laughs> right. Um, Apologies to anyone in the audience whose name is Baby. <laughs> right. Apologies to everyone except for Baby Driver. Fuck Baby Driver. No experience. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you speak on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably can't get away with having two Gundam things on here. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's it's so hard because, I mean, like, Jen can attest that Titania is sick as hell and kind of a, a, a paradigm shift in Code Fairy and the way that game feels. Yeah, it it's such a fantastic mobile suit. The way that uh, the sheer mobility gives you just by allowing you to boost a little bit longer and the combos you can get off with uh, your two swords are so fantastic. But at the same time, the Red Rider is a machine that has, for me at least, it has redefined what it means to play raid one of the three roles in gbo2 um red like if i had to pick a mobile suit of the year just generally for gbo2 which a game that i played a ton of this year Mm -hmm. it would easily be the red rider um it's easy to compare this for jen jen you remember you you know titania's down melee Uh uh-huh that's the red rider's down melee only the red rider has a huge beam buster sword um and so it became this different thing where what would usually happen is that a raid would like try and sort of like hop around the edges and find a weakening and uh, a weak opening and sort of like, you know, do the thing of like, you know, jump on the member of the pack who who's separate. Right. That kind of classic thing. That was not what the Red Rider does. The Red Rider like leaps into a pack of enemies and does a link spin attack. Um, And it was this whole like this. I mean, it's the Red Rider, and that's appropriate. It is like a super Sentai approach to combat of this like dramatic entry. Um, you, you just that... spoke. You just spoke with the fucking activation phrase in my brain. <laughs> uh, dramatic entry, fucking super Sentai. Okay, I'm in. It's it's really good, and I like. I know I shouldn't have two Gundam things on this list, but I like. I don't know how to cut one of them. I really don't. So is Titania like a derivative of like Red Rider or like is like what makes like a Titan- Titania has Red Rider in it like it has the Titan it has the Red Rider melee it has the melee that made Red Rider famous um Titania also is just a very fast very agile machine 
Um, it's got like it's got a shotgun. It's got a rocket launcher. It's got two. These are th- their thing is called uh, Sturmfausts, which unfortunately, like a lot of their ty- a lot of uh, Gundam stuff about Zeon, it ties into World War II German stuff in a way I don't love. But basically. Imagine if you just had rockets from a rocket launcher in your hand and you just squeezed and they fired. Um, it has two of those. Uh, it gets a beam rifle. Um, it's dope. It's yeah. really, really cool. I was going to say, um, I, first, I'm surprised that you had two raid types here just because like, throughout our time talking about Code Fairy on those side podcasts, you were constantly mentioning how raid types weren't exactly your thing and uh, i mean I, I, I don't i don't even play the red writer but like i have to admire what it's done to the game okay because i was i was basically gonna say that like titania seemed like the exception to your typical raid dislike but if there's something that gets your admiration even stronger than titania within that same category that feels like it means something yeah like i i love playing as titania uh i yeah i i I like the red rider redefine it's like it it redefines the rock paper scissors of this game and i just i just think that's incredible okay i think red rider should be the one that stays then (sighs) yeah i I really hate to see Titania go. Titania is so fucking fun. But I think you're right. I mean, Titania is a bunch of elements from other mobile suits that are cool put together. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think we have four remaining. We do. Um, So we either cut one more or we do like a a four list. Um, So the easy thing to say is that this was a huge list and four makes sense. But... Also, maybe we should cut one more. Okay, personally, I uh-huh. think, like, I think, I feel like Lydia could fit better in, like, a best new character category. Because, like, I'm, I'm thinking about mechanically, like, what does, like, what does Lydia, like, mechanically bring to the table, I guess? And I, I, I know, like, Jen... You said you don't feel like you have the language for it, but do you feel like it's there? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. Like, that's where I'm leaning, but I can go either way. I guess the thing for me with Tekken 7, and this might just be a delusion I have from just the way that it presents its move lists and the characters themselves, but I feel like in Tekken 7, I can basically pick any character I want and uh, just go in and I'll be able to fight somewhat and hold my own, like... Tekken 7 really isn't a game to me where I feel like I need to brush up on each character in order to, like, play them. So, in that respect, like, I do think that Lydia might be the weak link here just because I treat her like every other Tekken character and that I choose her, I'm going to have a good time. But if I choose anyone else, I'm going to have a good time, too. It's funny because I, like, I've always found this to be the weird thing about Tekken 7 is people say this right who are not into fighting games that much and i don't mean that but like people who aren't into getting super competitive right Mm -hmm. i find tekken to be absolutely the most like homework i have to do to actually play someone yeah by far it's one of those things where like i feel like 
Lydia is cool, and I feel like, you know, you know how we were shifting some characters down to best new character? I could totally see Lydia being in talks of, like, best new character, because I think her aesthetic is cool. I think she has a fun story. Like, she fits really well in the Tekken universe. Like, it's she's a fun character. But truth be told, I couldn't tell you the mechanical implications of, like, the way Lydia is, like, her, the way her moves and abilities play with Tekken 7. And granted, that could just be, you know, my inexperience with Tekken 7, right? Mm -hmm. But also, they have managed to bring in characters. Like, granted, these tend to be the guest characters, you know, like Akuma and, like, uh, Noctis, right? Who have immediate, like, incredibly plainly visible implications for the mechanics and ideas that the game present, right? Like, these are weird characters, sure, but they offer something that is just, like, they change things up a little bit. And even, like, new characters like Leroy, like, Leroy fucking dominated the meta for, like, a while, well, it's just because he was unbalanced. <laughs> sure, sure. But I'm just saying that, like, I, I, I'm just genuinely thinking about, like, what does Lydia bring to the table that is, like, you know, like, what is she doing that, like, changes things up a little bit, I guess. That's my main argument. Like, again, I still like her. I think she's cool. I just don't think... Like, in a way, like, when I was saying it, I feel like she would fit in, like, Tekken 3, I feel like that's, you know, damning with fate praise, you know? It's like, oh, she just feels mm -hmm. like a Tekken character. I'm okay with cutting, because ultimately we still have a character from Tekken on this list. Who's going to win? Yeah, um, probably, Because yeah. <laughs> now, we're down, we're, now we're down to three. We're down to Kazuya Mishima from Smash, Ryu Ranger from... Power Rangers Battle for the Grid and Red Rider from GBO2. Red Rider, honor, honor to be here. Wow. I'm glad I got you through, buddy. But Kazuya is. Let, uh, let me just say one last thing about Ryu Ranger. Um, <laughs> sure. I think, like, his alternate costumes are a lot of fun. They made it, like, made him dressed up like a fucking, like, like a fucking 25 year old pretending to play a teen in, like, a TV show. <laughs> it did. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really fucking funny. He definitely has that vibe in his face of like, how do you do fellow kids? Like it's really funny. And again, the mechanical implications that he brings to that game is really fun and really approachable too. If you've played a bunch of street fighter, you know how to play Ryu Ranger, but he's just different enough to give you that, those hints of like Marvel two and like third strike with also the weird fucked up flavors that battle for the grid is bringing. But Anyway, but Kazuya, the, 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 the fucked up thing about Kazuya is Kazuya feels like a Smash character, feels like a Tekken character, but also feels like the Ryu of like a Smash style game that doesn't exist. Kazuya is bizarrely well done. You you know something is fucked when during the announcement, like the you know when uh, Sakurai presents like does the new character presentation, goes over specials and normals or whatever. You know something is fucked when he skips over like normals and goes, "We'll get back to that," and then just goes <laughs> through like the specials and then spends the next ten minutes explaining all the fucking normal moves that Kazuma, like not Kazuma, Kazuya Mishima is capable of pulling off in Super Smash brothers like they gave him a fucking like move 
on side taunt. Like, no one fucking uses that, like, little D-pad on the GameCube, like, stick, you know? It's like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I guess this is where their whole co-development thing with Bandai Namco really pays off. When they should have people who work on Tekken play this character because the thing that's so, I mean, I know he's not as complicated as, as real Kazuya, of course, but like he's really complicated and still really seamless. Like it's also like they managed to like let him keep his like electric God wind fist or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. by just yeah. like, Doing, like, the input from Tekken where you just, oh, you let up on the stick from down to neutral and during a certain frame window, hit A, and you're doing Electric God Wind Fists. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> it's fucking I, it Kazuya. Is, I it think- is the... I, I think it legitimately, like, as far as, like, guest characters, it is the most impressive guest character conversion I've ever seen. Yeah, in wow. almost, like, any fucking fighting game with, like, crossovers in it, like... In anything. Yeah it's, yeah, it's phenomenal what they've done. Yeah, like, they converted fucking Kazuya Mishima from this highly technical, complex 3D fighting game and made him work in Smash Brothers. The game that is designed for you, like, primarily, I know there's a competitive scene, don't add me, but a game that's primarily designed for you to get with a bunch of friends and sit on a couch and just goof around with these characters, right? Like, he is immediately accessible, but then you look at his move list and you look at the things he's capable of doing and you realize there is just a fucking, there's a depth there. It's incredible. God, they made I keep saying it, but they made Mishima work in Smash Brothers. It's it's really unreal. I yeah. Like they can and barely you know. they can barely get Mish- like Kazuya to work in Cross Tekken, right? Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like it was fucking Cross Tekken. Like I I know Cross Tekken is a fraught game for sure. But also, at the same time, it's like, oh, they made Kazuya feel like a fucking Street Fighter character, right? But they made Kazuya feel like a Tekken character in Smash. And that just is so impressive. And it, like, truth be told, when Sakurai, you know, announces his retirement, God, I hope he announces his retirement, like, these games are destroying him, um... Honestly, if they left it to the Bandai Namco team, like, they'd be in pretty fucking good hands. Like, I know they were doing co-development stuff, but if suddenly, like, guys from, like, like the people, like, who co-developed this game, like, went to Sora and just, like, the, the company, and just, like, made the next Smash, I would love to see what these people come up with. Because if they were able to squeeze this much blood out of the stone that is the Smash Ultimate, like just fighting engine imagine if they could build it from the ground up yeah yeah it's a real it's a it's a really incredible achievement yeah like it's incredible also his specials are really fun you get the dunk people 
It's great. <laughs> Dunk is good. The yeah, Dunk is really good. Dunk is really fun. Uh, when he goes into rage mode, like they have a, like other things, like the little like technical flourishes that they added. That if you do a grab, like a regular grab in a one v one fight in Smash, the camera zooms in like a Tekken camera and shows Mishima doing the move of him like kicking you down, and then it zooms right back out. It's not jarring. It's not weird. Like, it's a little jarring because you're like, holy shit, how did they put Tekken camera work into Smash Brothers? But if they had to slow down, that would be unreal. That would be <laughs> that would be nuts. That's why I'm saying they need to let these people build the next Smash game from the ground up. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and that doesn't count towards this category, but also the stage they gave him is fucking dope. Yeah. God. The smashing through the walls is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good, like, fucking touch. Because that's the Tekken thing, right? It's like you want to, like, smash people through walls. Yeah, and Heihachi's there in the background. <laughs> just staring you down. Just <laughs> appreciating people being shitty, as Heihachi does. As Heihachi do. <laughs> ha ha ha, I love it when people suck. God. <laughs> what a, what a, what a great, great addition to, like, Smash Ultimate. Like... Like yeah. I was saying with, like, Sora earlier, like, he is, like, one of the ultimate, like, Smash characters. He captures the energy and feeling of the property that he is from originally and brings such a, like, and fits so neatly within, like, that game's, like, mechanics and everything. It's an incredible achievement. But, yeah, I think that's the category. <laughs> Yeah, have fun with that. Uh, Congratulations to Kazuya Mishima and, of course, to Super Smash Brothers and to Bandai Namco for for some really great work. This, honestly, what this says to me is, like, the lesson of of all these projects where Bandai Namco has helped out, like like Super Smash Brothers, like Breath of the Wild, is like, hey, when you let them work on a Nintendo schedule with Nintendo quality assurance, these developers are unreal skilled. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way about Fire Emblem Three Houses and Omega Force. Like, they just did a fantastic fucking job with Three Houses when they got a chance to do that. So, yeah. like, give these people breathing room, and you will be astonished what they make. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I was a little. There's a rumor going around that Bandai Namco might be doing the next Killer Instinct, to which I think they have a big hill to climb. But honestly, thinking about it, I think Bandai Namco, the team they've put together could climb that hill more gears of war characters please yeah. um thank you so much everyone for joining oh runners sorry up, i forgot to finish the list yeah runners, runners up, up. <laughs> real ranger power rangers battle for the grid and red rider gun to battle operation 2 thank you so much everyone who who put out a character that made this list or was considered listen if you're out there doing the work of being like what if a character was sick thank you and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We'll be back with more awards, more fun, more fanfare, and more of all of us here. Um, but until we are, folks, peace out. See ya. Later. <laughs>